नमस्ते प्रेयर डेटेड अप्रैल एट्थ 1914 लॉर्ड माय थॉट इज काम एंड माय हार्ट इन गैदर्ड I turn towards thee with a profound devotion and a boundless trust. I know that thy love is all powerful and thy justice will reign over the earth. The divine mother is practically showing to us what should be our state as we go through life. our thought should be turned towards the divine heart should be ingathered but it's not enough to be ingathered it should be full of trust that the divine love will be the victor at one place the mother says never for a moment vacillate in the faith that what the work that shrubindu has taken will not end in success it should always be that that whatever my limitations may be whatever the present circumstances of the world may be divine love will be the victor if one wants to know what is the logic behind it logic is very simple what has gone into creation will eventually come out so creation is what has gone into creation is the divine consciousness so at the end it is bound to emerge it is bound to be the victor it is not that divine love will conquer from somewhere it is hidden inside creation and if you see another way the logic then till now the journey from dust to man is itself a journey of divine love it is because of love that there is uh, one will say how well love is the one which creates order and harmony in this creation harmony and beauty in this creation so if you look at this creation from chaos how come there is order and harmony at the level of the stars galaxies and everything else so this order and harmony are because when we read mahalakshmi so we'll see this that it is she who ties up everything in a state of harmony and beauty and if we look at the world from the largest perspective we will see that there is a harmony which reigns over creation despite all the efforts to disrupt it for forces of, it's not that forces of disorder are not there they are there plenty they are the original from the inconscient they emerge yet harmony ultimately wins take a little stone divine love will be the victor pick up a little stone a pebble lying on the seashore the mother once takes a stone and says this in one of the prayers that it is one of the results of the labor of thy love how it is shaped so beautifully just look at just a little pebble even in human being despite all the ugliness that is there in many ways the way human form has evolved animal forms has evolved even in human beings even despite everything we still have godward tendencies touches from higher realms our thoughts tends to stretch towards infinitude there are moments when our heart can sacrifice everything for nothing that god like impulse all this despite all the egoism and everything so 
she is assured that a day will come when the divine love will be the victor and thy justice will reign over the earth so what really is justice we can look at justice in two ways but justice is actually about balance so it's very interesting justice does not eliminate evil it puts it in the right place elimination of evil is only by transfiguration that is not elimination but a change because you cannot eliminate anything that is in there in creation you can transform it but what justice does it puts it in its right place is the balance if you look at justice so through all the seesaw swings between good and evil ultimately everything is put at its right place so that's how we understand love and justice being connected so justice is not about punishment that the wicked will be punished when mother was asked is when shurbindo was asked he said well looking at the world it's difficult to say that there is really something called a justice but when mother came everybody became silent this is there in evening talks and when mother was asked she became silent for a while and this is of course there is justice and of course then she gives a meaning that if you do an excess of egoism there will be a recoil that's how shubindo explains so that justice where there is punishment and recoil it is an extreme situation the divine doesn't adopt punishing as a normal mode of action what he does is his balances what really is evil evil is a want of balance things are not in their place is evil so what love does it creates harmony and order how things will go where they should belong rith so here justice is in that sense things should be where they should be according to the divine consciousness that is order otherwise if we try to understand justice purely from a human mental concept we will see that the world there is lot of injustice because we have our own limited conception of justice but evil is things are not in their place when they are shifted there is pain because we don't want shifts yet that is the way towards eventually putting things in their in their place so here justice is in this sense connected with love only love can do this miracle i know that the hour is near when the last veil will be rent and all iniquity disappear to give place to an era of peace and harmonious effort so again she is linking up why there is injustice why there is iniquity because of the egoism greed so what is that veil ego as long as human beings live by the ego you cannot root out injustice you can only have courts where they will punish one criminal who will be backed by 100 criminals who will be scot free it is only when the veil of the ego is rent that true justice can come and a just man by his very nature definition only a person without the ego can be just you know we have that story of uh, mandan mishra and shankracharya so in the debate as the debate was going to take place when shankracharya had gone around and then finally he has the debate with mandan mishra so according to the debate whoever lost will have to become a sanyasi if mandan mishra loss loses he has to become a sanyasi if shankracharya loses he will become a grahasth 
So the debate is about sannyas and grahasth. Who becomes the judge? Wife of Mandan Mishra. Just imagine. She is the judge. Now imagine if she declares her husband as a loser, she loses the husband. He has to become the sannyasi. If he wins, she is not gaining anything. Shankaracharya will <laughs> have to get married. But look at the way things are. But if you look at it very carefully, why she could be so impartial? She could be so impartial, precise, ultimately Mandan Mish lost, despite that the debate is a long story altogether. Because either which way, a veil will be rent which separates us from the higher consciousness, from the greater truth. And this trust she embodied and all of them embodied. That is why they could take this challenge of life. So she says that a time is going to come where there will be an era of peace and harmonious effort. April 8th, 1914. Today is April 7th, 2022. People will say, Mother, but where is that era of peace? Now, what does this law and this justice does? It starts shifting things very, very tremendously. Shakes up everything. Imagine you go into a room where everything is in disorder. Two kinds of mothers. One who will just take out everything and start cleaning and doing, putting things in place. Another who will laboriously, patiently do little bit, little bit, little bit. But without shifting things from their fixed places, there can be no justice. And without that justice, iniquity, all these things. See, iniquity is why? Because there is greed in human consciousness. There is ambition in human consciousness. There is fear in human consciousness. So what is the divine doing now? If you look at, very interesting, just last two years. Mother's hundred years of arrival... 24th April 2020 Everybody was preparing (laughs) And there was no darshan There was corona Now This year is Shurabindo's 150th birth anniversary Do you feel the world has shifted? It has shifted tremendously individual lives, life of nations and it is still shifting which way we cannot understand with a limited understanding it's shifting so rapidly that it is almost impossible to understand what's happening but to those who have an eye of faith they will say the mother said I will have my 100 years anniversary later I have come let me prepare for the Lord's 150th year that's what she did know when she came, 24th April, 2020, 1920. What did she do? She started taking next six years. She was just clearing the path for the for Shurabindu and she had kept herself in the background. Illnesses, everything she was taking upon herself because she said, now my typical way of working of the mother. 
Mother is not interested that oh, hundred years will celebrate and everybody will go file past and it'll be so beautiful. She is in short, shut everything and open the inner door. You are compelled. Men are being compelled to do that, and they are being given choices, very difficult choices sometimes. But you have to choose. Men, countries, continents. The choice is imperative: truth or the abyss. You are being compelled to bring out the truth. You just can't hide anything. This is the strange thing about this uh, new world order. You can't hide behind pretenses. Oh, we are doing it for safeguarding. At a international level, you see what is happening. We are forming an alliance for world peace. You are the threat to world peace. So you you see all the things are changing in such a way that whatever we may say or do, but truth is going to emerge even sometimes from the opponent's mouth. Recently, somebody was showing a clip of the Prime Minister of Pakistan suddenly praising India. Most unusual. <laughs> what has gone wrong? <laughs> well, it's it's. Uh, Half jest or whatever desperation, but look at this is actually we have entered the age of truth. It is so evident where everything is being shifted. I don't want to go into its detail because it may look very. The balance of power is shifting from Europe and the West to Asia. Something which Shubhendu spoke about it, the rise of India and China. Both Shubhendu has spoken and Asia. The Asian way of life. What is Asian way of life? It's inward looking. All Asiatics, even China in its ancient civilizational roots, was an inward looking civilization. There was mysticism in Russia. So this mystic tendency, which looks within rather than rushes on to just the outer uh, things. So this is what is going to come. So this is how the era of peace and harmony is about. It's not like. One day people will wake up and say, "Okay, let's be friends." That humanity has tried, but actually, if you see, humanity started taking those infant steps: League of Nations, United Nations, and slowly all the uh, rot gets exposed, and a new effort, a new effort, a new effort. That's how it is shifting. So, hundred years is nothing in the life of a whole civilizations, not civilization. Because we live a very short lifespan, so we think, "Oh, hundred years are over. Hundred years are over. Another two hundred, three hundred years, and we'll be in for a very, very beautiful period that is already dawning upon mankind." The mother continues, "Oh Lord, with thought wrapped within and the heart at peace, I approach Thee, and all my being is filled with Thy divine presence." So heart is at peace when you know that the Lord knows He can do everything, and whatever our limitations may be, He is omnipresent and omnipotent. Grant that I may see Thee alone in all things, and that all may be resplendent with Thy divine light. This is the remedy the Mother gave even in 1970 for all the confusion in the world. Said the only solution is to see the divine in everything, and all the rest is why. What does it mean? It means that the divine is working in his own way, 
By divine in everything means, doesn't mean hold on to a surface movement and say this is divine. That too is the divine working. But this too will change and everything is changing, collapsing and being rebuilt. What their final product will be, we don't know. But it is the divine who is working in the depths of creation, constantly carrying it forward. Oh, so what is our role? She is praying for us. May all hatred be appeased. Hatred is the cause of iniquity, injustice. And if you see, hatred is just the opposite of love. Because of lack of love, we hate. We become jealous. And because of that, this disorder. So again, we come back to love. Love and justice. They are so closely connected. It's a beautiful prayer because normally love and justice are not connected. But see, a just society can only be built on love. It cannot be built on any other basis. It cannot be built by a rational democratic order. It's only when love reigns that justice will be automatic and spontaneous. Then we don't have to be told what you should give to whom. That's what she tried to create in Auroville. That if you are earning more, give more. If you are not earning, you will be taken care of. But you should work. Look at it. Why people do it spontaneously? Because of love. It cannot be done on any other basis. So basis of justice ultimately will be the reign of divine love upon earth. What we must do is hatred be appeased, all rancor effaced, all fears dispelled because divine love is at work in the heart of creation. All suspicions, all suspicions destroyed all malevolence overcome. All these are just the ones which create a problem and confusion and obstruct the divine play. All hatred be appeased, all rancor effaced, all fears dispelled, all suspicions destroyed, all malevolence overcome. That's the cause of all. Even if you look at wars and all, the cause is always psychological. Fear, suspicions, malevolence. These are the causes. And in this city, in this country, upon this earth, may all hearts feel vibrating within them that sublime love, source of all transfiguration. Love is the solution finally. But not human love as we understand, but it transmuted Divine love. Human love is the raw material. Its only use, purposes, through all the things that we go through life is to transmute it. Then it becomes the omnipotent love. So she is praying for this city. Which city? Pondicherry. She is in April 8th, 1914. I feel happy. In this country, which country? India. Upon this earth, all of us. So she has already put a seal, this city, this country, the whole earth. And all hearts, may all hearts feel vibrating within them that sublime love, source of all transfiguration. Until man can embody this love, no other way of organizing society, brotherhood. People talk about universal brotherhood. Religions talk about it. Commit the worst violence. Why? Because you cannot have brotherhood without the feeling of love. 
Even brothers fight. But if love is there, then everything is automatically taken care of. Oh Lord, how ardently do I call and implore thy love? This is all that we should ask. Divine love, divine love, divine love to be embodied within us. Grant that my aspiration may be intense enough to awaken the same aspiration everywhere. This is the cosmic consciousness. She is not limited only to herself. Oh, may goodness, justice and peace reign as supreme masters. May ignorant egoism be overcome. What she must have experienced when she came to India. There was the British Raj on the one side, colonial rule. And there was the French in their own way. And she prays that may all this vanish and in its place there should be peace and justice and goodness. May ignorant egoism be overcome. Darkness be suddenly illuminated by thy pure light. She is not expecting human beings will suddenly get rid of all ego. But ignorance egoism, the rajo sat tamasik ego. The Rajo Sattvic Ego, the God-like Ego, as the Gita describes, the Devi Gun, Sattvic Ego, still is okay. It tries to, you know, do things in a beautiful way. There is nobility in it, chivalry in it. But the dark, ignorant Ego, which lives only for itself, darkness be suddenly illuminated by thy pure light. May the blind see, the deaf hear. So you see, we hear this um, um, in Surdas is also sung like this. Andha dekhe, bahira sune, gunga bole. What it means is this, that blind see. We, what do we see? We see only muck, darkness in everything and everywhere. So may the blind see the light that is hidden in the heart of darkness. May the blind see. May the deaf hear. We are constantly hearing or filled with all the noises of the world, all the confusions, all the chaos. May we hear the God's modest voice, the chant sublime, telling us that I come, I come, my child, I am there. I am there. This is called hearing. May the deaf hear. May thy law be proclaimed in every place. That is where justice comes in. Justice has very little to do with human conceptions. Things should be where they should be according to the divine law. In every place and in a constantly progressive union, in an ever more perfect harmony, may all, like one single being, stretch out their Arms towards thee to identify themselves with thee and manifest thee upon earth. This experience one can actually have in the ashram, um, playground, or sp- rather the sports ground on 2nd December program. 9, 2nd December, everywhere when so many people coming and everybody doing a little bit. And all the arms are stretched out towards the Divine Mother, oriented towards that. And see how beautiful it is. Everybody wants to be at one particular place. No, I should be where I should be. 
how beautiful life will be. Wherever I am, let it be the place that Thou has ordained for me. It is when we eye for particular chair, particular place that confusion comes. If we just take this approach, in an ever more perfect harmony, may all, like one single being, stretch out their arms toward Thee to identify themselves with Thee and manifest Thee upon earth. Doesn't matter where we are. We just invoke her presence upon earth and what we have to do for that the ultimate remedy the problem contains the remedy within it O Lord with thought wrapped within the heart radiant with sunshine I give myself to thee without reservation and the self disappears in thee so what we have to do is to give ourselves to the Divine Mother and forget oneself, our little joys and sorrows and struggles and pains, a good and bad and all these things which torments us, successes and failures and give ourselves to her completely with one single prayer. Let thy will be done. Let thy law be proclaimed. And may I be where you want me to be. May I do what you want me to do. And may I life be what you want my life to be. Namaste.